do you fellas think that it's okay for men to think that they're oppressed? Or is that reserved for a woman? Is that a so you're asking trait? me if a grown human being <laughs> should feel valued when <laughs> dating or seeking partnership with another grown human being. Is that the question? <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> oh, re-ask me. Maybe, maybe I got that wrong. What up, what up, what up, what up? It's Three Brothers No Sense. I'm Tavares Ferguson, a.k.a. Ferg. Join my co-host, Rozzy and Buff. Fellas, tell them what's on your minds. Well, I just want y'all to know that I found the secret to staying rich. Slim Thug said the secret to staying rich is avoiding gay clothes. Boom. Got it. That's it. That's all we got to do. Avoid the gay clothes. Run that back. Yeah, that's what he said. He said, um, avoid gay clothes uh, and you'll stay rich. Um, so what, all these, all these, exactly all these guys it? out here wearing these fitted pants and these little too tight shirts with roses on them and stuff like that. You know, that that's that's gay uh, stuff for him. Um, they need to go back to long tees and baggy jabos and stuff. I don't know. I don't know. I'm just saying, I'm just reporting the news. That's what he said. And that's how you stay rich. I need full context on that one. That's that, that's literally what he said. Not, Stop wearing gay clothes. Not that there's, not that there's any context that could. I thought he was gonna. <laughs> I thought he meant like Versace, like a lot of the high end brands. Yeah, that's that's basically what he's saying. Gated. Yeah. Okay. See, see, you left that out. <laughs> so he wouldn't like you, huh? So, Mister Versace <laughs> robe. Yeah, but I'm not rich, so I don't have to worry about staying rich because I'm I'm not even rich to begin with. Oh. So, but I mean, he he could have. Why did he just single out? Why couldn't he just say high end? Why do you have to say gay? Well, he because you wouldn't be talking about it if he, he said he, high end. He's not saying Thanks. just not high end. Like you can wear high end stuff, but it, he's saying all that like super tight stuff and all of that is the stuff he's talking about. He's like, ain't nothing wrong with being gay. He was just like, don't wear gay clothes. Don't wear gay clothes. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah, that's him thug for you. Okay, so so it, so it is it is a stupid statement. Okay, oh yeah, it's very stupid. It's very stupid. So I was trying to. Oh, okay. were you uh, trying to figure out if it was stupid or not? I just didn't think somebody would say that something that dumb. That's all. I just I thought maybe Rosie was leaving out some. I details. thought you were trying to figure out exactly how dumb it was. <laughs> <laughs> no, because bad. there was no yeah there was no question <laughs> uh, thanks Slim Thug Thank yeah, you. yeah so uh, in other news the Proud Boys got beat up at a gay drag uh, show so well uh, not gay a drag show it's a drag drag, drag queen show yeah. it, was a, it was a book read they were reading books for kids yeah and it was a protest and I guess the drag queens weren't feeling it and um, beat them up. So there you go, no. proud boys. So yeah, it's uh, it's it's guess they're not that proud now. Yeah, I know. Uh, it's not been a good week for conservatives. Uh, and speaking of not being a good week for conservatives, Wyoming, they actually caused themselves to not be able to in place put in place an abortion ban because when Obama was passing the ACA. They got pissed at Obama and they did a constitutional amendment to their state constitution that said, you can't tell me what to do with my health care. And they thought they were giving it to the libtards. And so now they want to do an abortion ban. And a judge said, you can't do that. And they said, yes, we can. He said, no, you can't. And they said, why? And the judge said, because you put in your constitution that you can't tell people what to do with their health care. And they ain't had nothing to say. So Wyoming can't actually put their abortion ban in because they passed the constitutional amendment. Boom. Booyah. Oh, just kiss right there. Beautiful. That's, mm. that's just beautiful. Nice. Yeah. So that's all I got, man. It's just been a real, real bad day for conservatives. And so, I'm, you know, I'm loving it. So you, you're hating on conservatives, bro. I, I'm not hating on them. I just what don't it sounds like, to see like to them me. I don't like to see them win. 
That's honest. That's some honesty right there. That's honest. That? Yeah. Still wondering where. What you got, Buff? Um. So as with all these social media stories, you never know how true it is or if people just doing stuff for clicks. But apparently, a young man broke up with his girlfriend because uh, she got a lap dance from Chris Brown at a concert. I just want to know how you fellas would handle such situation uh, if your lady got gyrated on by an entertainer. I don't think my lady would go up Y'all and get gyrated it? on. But if she did, I, nah, I'm not breaking up with her. <laughs> hold on, hold on. Is she in trouble though? No, 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 no. Look, so let's stop, let's stop. Let's stop, go back. Why don't you think she would go up? That's a good follow-up question, Leslie. <laughs> I, 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 I don't because see. Because there's a problem with it. Yeah, <laughs> that, you don't want to say it. Like my lady wouldn't go. Up, she wouldn't disrespect me like that. She wouldn't do that. She holds herself to a certain stand. Like that's that's where that's going. And yeah, um, so yeah, I I try to keep it real when it comes to me and mine. I wouldn't want it. Um, simply because it's not even she just gonna lap a private. She's gonna lap dance and on stage in front of thousands of people, and Chris Brown don't just give no lap dances. <laughs> Chris Brown is doing that the 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 male version of what Janet Jackson used to do, and you know, and it's 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 my thing is what was your point? You know, yes, it's a once in a lifetime experience. Was it worth it? You got it. Was it worth it? Now, are you willing? The question is, are you willing to deal with any consequences that come up with, that come from that? You know that that's what it comes down to. Um, so are you breaking that's up how, with your that's how you make your, Uh, I don't know. Like I, I, I know it, it would definitely be a con- lady or wife. Like you know, like that's a that's a lot. Like. I don't know if I can go and judge Judy like, well, your honor, uh, she got a lap dance from Chris Brown. Okay, <laughs> and, and, and? <laughs> and to give you full context, too, like the lap dance was the clip I saw. It was like 10 seconds at best. Like he straddled her. He did a pump and grind or whatever you want to call it. And then he got up. <laughs> was she reaching for his uh, his waist and his meat and all like? Was oh, she she, w- she was getting ready to get into it. Yeah. She oh, yeah. Was, okay. Yeah, so yeah, yeah, we breaking up. We breaking up. Then. Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. yeah. See, it, it's her yeah. reaction Ooh. to the lap dance that lets me know whether we breaking up or not. Well, you know, uh, that solidified it. I mean, the fact that you went on stage already lets me know where your mind is going, right? Uh. You know, because guys joke all the time, like, there's one or two women I'll risk it all for. Like, you know, you know, at this point that you if you went on stage at a Rihanna concert and she grind, like Tab's not going to be happy with that. And if you did it, you you have to be willing to face the consequences. You can't turn like, but that's Rihanna. OK, that's fine. That's Rihanna. <laughs> and hopefully she'll be waiting for you outside of the divorce court. But it is what it is. Yeah. So, uh, yeah. <laughs> gotcha, gotcha. Yep. Just curious. Just curious. <laughs> That's all I got, man. Okay. Well, I don't know if I got much. I mean, oh, first of all, Trump's still not arrested. Nope. It's Friday. Nope. Is he going to get arrested, Buff? Um, yes. You, you think so? You think, mm. think the DA is going to go ahead and go for it? Because yeah. they fighting it, the a, a, indicted, which I guess is, I guess he has to officially be arrested. But he's he, not gonna be behind bars. Yeah, yeah, he'll yeah, he'll get arrested yeah. and go get out on bail that yeah, that uh, evening. Yeah, yeah. And, and it's, it's kind of quiet though. Like Monday, Tuesday, that was all all the buzz. Exactly. And exactly. the fact that neither one of you even thought to bring it up shows you how quickly stuff gets swept under the rug. Well, I've been. I mean, it was on my mind, but nothing happened. So yeah, I mean, just I. I think it's worth noting because it's like to the point where he was saying that I might get indicted or arrested, and then a few days later, it's 
on to the next. Yeah. Which actually should have let us know that he wasn't going to get indicted or arrested on Tuesday. That that should have been our first sign. So you think he was, he was putting it out there, getting people well, you, semi-excited and then to prove his point that I'm that dude? Not only that, we just, we've seen his movies before. We know how reactionary he is. So he hears something. They, for all we know, his lawyers didn't even tell him that. They they might have said like, man, what y'all eating on Tuesday? Yeah, New York's still trying to arrest you, man. Arrest Tuesday. They trying to arrest me on Tuesday, y'all. Like, he, he's an idiot. So, who knows? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> that... I think I don't think I hit hit on this last week. All the movies that are coming out, yeah, I'm excited. Oh, um, so speaking of Power Rangers, they're doing a reunion movie. I don't know if I, y'all saw it. I put it in the group me. Um, they're doing a Power Rangers Mighty Morphin Power Rangers. The original Power Rangers are coming back for a movie on Netflix. So you ain't even got to go to the theaters to see it. I'm amped. Yes. Okay, I wasn't gonna go to the theaters to see it. Um, if Okay. If if it if if they still have that Power Ranger cheesiness, <laughs> I can't do it. <laughs> Unless the kids want to go, I just I just can't do it. Nostalgia's a mother. I get it. Nostalgia's a beast. That wasn't one of the movies on my list, but thank you for letting us know. <laughs> for me, I was it was a couple of movies. First of all, I'll kind of try to do them in order. I'm ready for D and D. Yeah, yeah. I want to see the Dungeons and Dragons movie. Uh, I've been waiting on a, a real good live action one for a while. They've tried it before. They always fail. I actually want them to, and I don't think I'm going to get what I want. I want them to mimic the 80s cartoon show version. That was my favorite uh, iteration of Dungeons and Dragons. Did yeah, you ever ba- watch that? Bye. Yeah, based on the trailer. Based on nah. the trailer, it looks a lot like that, though. Um, it's okay. the, the, the campy feel, the fun, the you know that type of stuff. They're taking it and they're making it fun. I mean, and it's gotten no, really I'm, good I'm, reviews. I want Venger. I want Dungeon Master. I want you know Tiamat, <laughs> like the the dragon. I want the I want the archer with the the bow and arrow, which was one of the coolest weapons of all time. That uh that bow and arrow. Uh, what else was coming out? Super Mario Bros. Yes. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I think uh, that's going to be good. So, Dungeons and Dragons comes out next Friday. Mario Brothers comes out on the fifth. I think the Gardens of the Guardians of the Galaxy is coming out in cool. May. Is that what it is? Mm-hmm. I, right. I wasn't. I saw the preview. I really. I wanted to get more excited about it, but I didn't. I I, I didn't know who the uh the villain was going to be. It it was it kind of threw me for a loop. Yeah, Adam Warlock. You, you he, he's super powerful. Um, oh, so, so that was Adam Warlock. Yeah, I, I that's kinda... Adam Warlock. Yeah. So okay, is he the villain or is he helping him? I think you know probably first act he'll be the villain and then another big bad okay. will come and he'll help him out because that's kind of how, how okay. it started in the comics. So I'm assuming that's what's going to happen. Okay. Okay. Uh, really excited about the Little Mermaid. That is definitely a daddy daughter date. Yeah. No questions asked. You know, um, I guess the rest of the family can come. I feel like Z thinks she's going to take her, but I don't think that's going to happen. Like, we're going to be fight over that. Uh, Spider-Man Across the Spider-Verse. Yep. I'm surprised you haven't talked about that, Rosie. Um, We got a couple months on that one, though, right? When's it come out? Uh, June? Yeah, yeah. So we got June a couple 2nd? months on it. That's that's why. I mean, it's, it's okay. pretty far off. I was just saying, like, looking at it in the flash. And I say that because... I usually get more excited about Marvel movies, but the Flash looked better than the Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. by far. Yeah, I I, so I think may- I think the Flash is gonna be dope. It's gonna be super dope. Maybe this is their chance to make amends because they have the DC has left us left me highly disappointed. So Marvel has definitely slowed down to be caught because they have they haven't had that. They haven't had that breakout film. I don't know if we do. We're not as easily impressed, or the quality of the films have gone down. A little both. It's the character. Uh, it, the characters that they're picking in Phase Four, a lot of people don't know, and the movies aren't as entertaining, right? Like Guardians of the Galaxy, nobody knew, but it was like, oh my god, this is hilarious, right? And so now yeah. it's starting to seem cookie cutter. Uh, that's kind of the 
what everybody says about Marvel anyway, all every movie is kind of the same and it's it's humdrum. And I think that's what's happening there. And then you got the folks that oh, there's two woke and there's women characters and there's black characters and you know they want they want those good old American as uh, pie white. I'm not listening to those folks. people. I'm just talking about the movies themselves. I mean, because there's so many characters, it just sucks how they have it. There's so much they can do with the Fantastic Four and the X-Men, but honestly, they failed those. That last X-Men movie, I think, just failed the, the series. Yeah, but that that was Fox. So I think Marvel's going to do it right yeah, when they so. bring them in. Um, and, they, and, they, and that's what I mean by like, it's the characters. The, the storylines for the characters that they're having right now just aren't the greatest storylines. They, they Even during the comic run, those stories didn't weren't like, oh my God, they're the greatest, right? Some of the most classic ones when you talk about X-Men and the, the Dark Phoenix Saga and the Phoenix Saga and, and all of that, like, those those are iconic everybody knows those runs right they know that magneto run when and everything so um i think it's going to be good because it'll be that nostalgia piece but if this does last another 15 years 10 15 years and we start getting into where they have to not they can't reach into that nostalgia bag and they got to start using some of the stuff from today um people are going to be like oh what are these these story arcs they don't know them because they're just not as iconic as everybody um knows from the the original runs so yeah well, hopefully they get back because it's gimmicky. Um, I'm, I'm, kind of getting over it. Um, outside of that, I don't have much. Let's go ahead and jump into it and see what else comes up. Yeah, man. Yeah, let me go get Sophie. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Your brain needs support, and new Ollie Brainy Chews are a delightful way to take care of your cognitive health. Made with scientifically backed ingredients like Thai ginger, L theanine, and caffeine, Brainy Chews support healthy brain function and help you find your focus, stay chill, or get energized. Be kind to your mind and get these nootropic chews at Ollie.com. That's O L L Y.com. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Hey, Sophia. Hello. Hello. Hey. I have a good joke. How are you doing today? today? I do. You got a good, good joke? Yeah. And we need you today because last week your dad yeah, told a joke. Your, your yeah. dad's just not funny. Have you ever heard <laughs> you of the Three Stooges? Funny, Daddy. Thank you. Have you ever heard of the Three Stooges? Sophie, she, she patted his head, listeners. <laughs> yeah, there was, there was like this. There's like this group of three guys that were really funny. It was like Larry, Curly, and Mo, and then they got this random guy named Ship. <laughs> Your daddy's Ship. <laughs> like random guy named Ship. <laughs> Your daddy's Ship. I think that was his name, but I think that's what it was. I used to watch it on my way to school, uh, getting ready for school back in the day. Mm-hmm. Woo. Let's go, Sophie. What do you have for us? I think are, I got it today. I know the answer. Okay. Why are frogs so happy? <laughs> you guys can't guess this. Oh. <laughs> I don't think so. Maybe. Hold on, but I hold have on. more jokes in case. I got nothing. Uh, got nothing, Sophie. Do you know what it is, Daddy? I got nothing. He doesn't even know. I got it. Go. Because they eat or bugs them. <laughs> they eat what, what bugs them. Ah. 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 I get it. Yeah. Yeah. That makes sense. I had nothing. I, I wasn't getting that one. <laughs> I wasn't getting you. that one. That's a good one. I told yeah. you. <laughs> Thank you, Sophie. Maybe you'll get Very next good. week. <laughs> I got it next week. Promise. Yeah, you gotta think of it harder. You'll probably be able to get it. <laughs> hey, Shep. I mean, Rosie. I, I think she called you slow. She said you got to think harder. Maybe you'll get it. <laughs> Can't think harder. <laughs> All righty. Well, 
Welcome back to Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop style podcast. This is the part of the show where we get into the questions. And remember, when you hear the questions, we hear the questions. So who's up first? And it's not me. Me either. Go ahead, Rise. Rise is on you. All right. All right. Let's do this. Let's do this. Um, Because, you know, I opened up talking about how I was so happy that conservatives weren't winning. And last week, I brought back up the, the comment of conservative conservatism equals racism buff you said that you disagreed so i wanted to revisit that and i wanted to take a deep dive on it because um i know we've had a little bit of that discussion before but i don't know if the inspire you on air folks shout out to you guys uh have heard that conversation so i wanted to get into it man i really wanted to kind of get your thoughts on why Ferg, you said you kind of generally understand and and whatever why do, do you agree or disagree with that that statement uh, because conservatism isn't just about um, holding minorities down. Like we all, all three of us admitted that most black people are conservatives. And to me, the definition of racism is when one race has the power and they, they hold it up. Black people have never had central general power in this country. So therefore, by definition, or at least by my definition, it's, it's hard for black people to be racist. So we can't say most black people are conservatives and then say conservatism is racism. Now, a lot of racists believe in conservatism, but that doesn't make conservatism as it, in itself racism. And like I said, liberalism is... is it, it, is that the opposite word for conservative liberalism? Mm-hmm. Liberalism, uh, yeah. But it's it's it it can be and at times is racist. So that's why I disagree. I mean, we can get into it further by the fact that Democrats identify with being liberals, and in our lifetime, in our recent lifetime, they had a grand wizard of the Ku Klux Klan in their party, who name is on the room of the Democratic leader of the Senate. So while they were out here telling us how we need to tear down all these statues, nobody ever mentioned changing the name of the room that's named after a Grand Wizard of the Ku Klux Klan. So it's a lot more examples like that, but I'll see what Ferg has to say, what you have to say, and if I need to really load up the clip (laughs) and... uh, (laughs) <laughs> oh man, I'm trying to figure out what I can say to make you load up the clip because I want to hear it. I do, I do. So here's here's the problem is once again terms are overused. The trick is to get the right fighting the left. And it's all the same, it's all the same people, like you said. It, it's I think it's if we're talking about the party, because that's what we generally think about when we say conservatives, yeah. then granted, I would say they're probably more racist or support more racist causes or usually that's where the, 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 the proud racists go. <laughs> but... <laughs> So, so there are some like uh, some depressed racists too, right? They're not depressed. I mean, these are the races that I have like friends. That the the you know I I I um, I went to the Million Man March. I I, I bought a uh, Black Lives Matter shirt, but they they're still going to support things that. They'll support things that look good and don't affect them when it comes to um, equality. But let there be something that's going to affect them. And that's when it's kind of it's out there. But I said it yesterday. I mean, last week, I think conservatism is the father of all isms. When you look at not the party, but the mindset or the power that be 
it, it's more so the powers that be want to conserve the power. You talked about black people being conservatives. Let me rephrase that. Black people probably have conservative ideals. In my definition, they because conservative is not just racism. It's the father of all isms. So it's the it's the or the father of all antis, you know, so or phobias, you know, the homophobia, like the, like all this stuff is you want to keep or these people want to keep the world as close to it as it was or it is today. They do not want to change. They want to can remain comfortable and keep the powers that be. And unfortunately, black people and a lot of minorities and not just race wise, I mean, when you look at women, uh, other uh, minority groups somehow have been tricked into supporting things that go against their their benefits, you know? And so for whatever reason, black people are conservatives because they want to, con- we've been tricked into this is the way the world should be. You know, um, we might not be racist or as racist or whatever the case may be can, by your definition, you know, because we don't have the power, but they have the power to, you know, try to suppress gay rights. They have the power to try to, try to suppress, you know, other minorities. Like I've had family members when Trump was running for president. I mean, if I didn't know he was re- related to me and and it was a blind freaking conversation, I would have swore he was an old white dude. Like the things he said about Mexicans and all that stuff he wanted to he wanted things to go back to the way they were and what's crazy is the way they were weren't great like he was talking about um something like jobs and mexicans coming to take they're taking our jobs and it was like yeah when black people got out of prison they can take these jobs and like dog you're you're talking about felons like you you're you're mad because people felons don't have easy jobs anymore like i i Let's talk about like how people not don't go to jail. Let's talk about how to improve, you know, education and other other systems. You're mad because Mexicans, when you got out of jail, you can't get the same jobs you got 20 years ago because now the Mexicans taking are taking all of them. Like, dude, you're you're arguing the wrong point. But in his mind, he wanted to go back to the good old days where a, a, a black guy can get out of jail and get a good old job that was going to suppress him and take some of these low paying jobs. That's the days he wanted. Like, there's no, there's no benefit for that. He didn't talk about prison reform and, you know, getting uh, felons and people reformed and helping them transition back into the real world. He just wanted those jobs he had back in the day. Conservatives, we're just, they're scared. They, we, to a certain extent, are just scared of change. Conservatives are people who are scared to change. They want the world to stay the way it is because they're comfortable, whether it's good or bad. It's the devil you know. Well, I know I got off topic, but that that's... No, it, it, it it's a good segue and, and kind of broadens the the talking point right i i i do i use it as shock value i use the the statement or the phrase to kind of get you thinking but like you said for it's larger than just racism but we know that people as they get older they get more conservative right and buff you talked about conservatism or conservatives versus liberals on the political spectrum i'm more so talking about a conservative versus a progressive right conservative people like ferg said the 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 black people that don't want to see mexicans take their jobs and and the straight people that don't like gay people and you know uh like that is what i'm talking about like as a conservative you want to conserve those power structures and that's why i say racism right the the ism of it all that hey i want to conserve these power structures because it benefits me and i don't want you to get a leg up i don't want equality i don't want to progress i want to keep the school to prison pipeline because for the people like me it works right and so i want to conserve that i want to conserve i don't know 
hip hop and it needs to be pure and mumble rap is stupid. And so I don't want to see that progression of anything. I want everything to be how I saw it back in the day or when I grew up in my heyday and everything. And that's why I say conservatism is racism. But like Ferg said, I do think it's larger than that. Conservatism leads to all those other isms or those isms leads to conservatism because you want to conserve that power structure. Either way, I don't know which one comes first, but what I'm saying is they, they equate to each other. Does that make a little bit more sense? Uh, I can, I can, I can sign on to that. Okay, I can sign on that because I, I am looking at it more because you're a conservative. You you think politics? I mean, for as bad as we think Trump is, you know, he was raising money for Democrats up until very recently. Mm-hmm. Like Democrats had no issue with him even after he said what he said about the Central Park Five. So to me. If you're the party of anti-racism, why are you still cozying up to this guy that said this about these young teenagers? I'm not going to even call them young men, young teenagers. And you still are going to parties with them and stuff like that. You know, you look at Donald Sterling, who people say he got like every time they frame Donald Sterling is he lost his NBA team. Mm, He made two billion dollars off his NBA team. For an NBA team that it wasn't ten billion, might have been ten billion dollars. I forgot how much it was, but this is after the FBI had an already. And that's another thing: the Trumps had the whole FBI thing, the housing discrimination mm-hmm. stuff. Uh, Donald Sterling had the same thing. His wife was impersonating an inspector just to see if Mexicans and blacks was living there. But the the NAACP and and the left and liberals were still propping this man up as a hero in the community. So when you say that, and I think politics, I'm like, wait a minute. If if, if they're the party of racism, then what's the other one? Because they ain't doing their job. <laughs> right. And that's and that's why I was talking about the proud. Like it's it's easy. It's you know, I would say nobody wants to be the villain, right? You know, people are kind of maybe it's okay to be 12% racist. You know? Maybe the liberals are more like 27% racist, you know, and hiding behind but then you you have more conservatives if we're talking about it in the political power that might lean a little more to some of these things or have more isms about themselves that they lean towards and support and but at the same time it's the same people it's the exact same people it's just we like to divide because that's how that's how you keep it going okay good question rising if you keep telling me i'm a bad guy i'm a liberal i can't be racist (laughs) <laughs> right, right. It's like, no, no, no. You we can. elected a black president. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. You know. Yeah. yeah. But yeah. at the same time, you still want to fund and don't want to defund the police or don't want to don't worry about mental health programs. You don't worry about the school system. You don't think about how we can actually get people to be in a better and more equality and be in a better position and stuff like that. It's you're trying to it, change too much. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Uh, you you're want trying to change that. too much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They are the worst at messaging too, because defund the police. I'm like, that's that's so bad. No wonder. You know, it's not <laughs> bad. Hey, right. the more we talk about yeah. it, are they bad at messaging? Yes. Or are we are we bad at under not understanding the game? Like they're on the same team. Right. I don't. I think. I think liberals. We getting all political now. I just think they don't know their audience. Like America is dumb. You can't say global warming because as soon as it gets twenty below in the wintertime, people say ain't no global warming. They've changed it now. They they say climate, climate change, change more yeah. now, but but they started out saying global warming, and and we had a senator to hold a snowball on the floor saying see there's no global warming and people like see exactly but they're bad they don't know their audience but they addressed it do they really care about global warming do they really care about climate change or is it just a talking point you know to win people over like the thing about it is are they bad they might just be this damn bad purposeful purposeful like it's just like somebody somebody, i heard somebody say politics is the art of kicking the can down the road until it doesn't matter anymore that's when you can pass the. That's when you can pass the reform when nobody somebody cares to, about it. Somebody has to say yay. Somebody has to say nay. We're not gonna make the strong points. We're not gonna get a get behind a really good name and a really good movement and present really good data to make a change. But we're gonna we're gonna talk about it. <laughs> we're gonna talk about it. 
you strike a call with that not get behind a good name because Congressional Black Caucus, you didn't support Obama at first until you saw that he could win. Mm-hmm. We'll talk about that another day, won't we? <laughs> right. Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. So, I guess this is the show of recycles. Because I think I've asked this question before, but we actually made a post. By the way, follow Three Brothers No Sense Facebook, Instagram, at Three Brothers No Sense. But we made a post, and I felt like I got the best answer I've gotten from a woman. Uh, and the question was, well, it wasn't a question. It was, I'm sorry. I did. I phrased it as a question, but the statement was women are single because men aren't men are not men anymore. Um, so it was that, but I think in this particular post, it was, uh, men being the prize. That's what it was. Okay. Is it okay for men to be the prize? And I genuinely asked the question. I wanted to know what is wrong with a man thinking that he's a prize. And um, one of our followers and listeners, um, I forgot what name she goes by now, but it's like, it's Sean right now. But she was like, um, men want to be courted like a woman. And I just feel like women are the ones that's, that are supposed to be courted. I'm doing a terrible job of saying what she said. I need to go and find that post. But she gave a, a good answer. But an answer doesn't matter. Do you fellas think that it's okay for men to think that they're a prize? Or is that reserved for a woman? Is that so a you're asking trait? me if a grown human being <laughs> should feel valued when <laughs> dating or seeking partnership with another grown human being. Is that the question? <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute. Wait, 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 wait. Oh, re ask me. Maybe I got that wrong. Wait, you're not going to grill me. Like, I'm in the interrogation room. God damn it. <laughs> listen, no, listen, no. Uh, basically, I believe that, because some women did answer this way, that it's a feminine trait to for a man to want to be a prize, that that is reserved for women. And I need to know why. And you apparently disagree. So I want to know why you disagree with that. What is a prize? Kind of like a reward, right? It's like a reward. I want to. I want to tell a story for something. I want to tell a story. Oh, I'm about to say oh, story time. Some story time. Style. Style. All right. I mean, Native American right. style. Sorry. Sorry. Give us a story, Native coach. <laughs> there was this young lady, um, and she had two evil stepsisters, <laughs> and a and a and a stepmom. That hated her mm-hmm. guts. Mm-hmm. And there was this prince that needed to find a queen or a princess. And so he was going to hold a dance. And for some reason, everybody was like, I want to go to this dance because maybe the prince will want to marry me. And so. You know, the girl, she prays and does all the thing and the fairy godmother comes and she goes and dances and he falls in love with her and she runs out, has a slipper. He goes and he looks everywhere for her because he wants his prize. And he finds her. He slips the, um, the slipper on her foot and she turns and gets the ball gown, comes back and she's like, oh, my prince. And she's so happy because she found her what? Her shoe? Shoe. Yes. Her prize. Men are the prize too. And just, I know the Bible, like, you know, he who finds a wife finds a good thing, blah, 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 blah. But at the same time, women want a good man. And the good men are the prize. And you got to wade through all the trash and whatever to find the man. So, yes, men can feel like they are the prize. 
if they are a prize, if they are a good man that's going to provide for them, that's going to protect you, that's going to be your helpmate, just like he wants you to be his helpmate. That is the prize. And I, I don't understand why you would say no men can't be the prize. So it, it's 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 so it's so what works for me today. So I've heard your story before, believe it or not. I'm pretty sure every one of our listeners has heard the same story. And a lot of them grew up wanting that. I think his name was Charming or something, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wanting their Prince Charming, right? They realized at a young age, they most a lot of women or young ladies grew up wanting this great guy. They wanted their prince to come. That's one thing. A lot of these young ladies have sons. Their son is their little prince. Their son is their little king. They treat their sons like they are the best thing in the world. But I guess the day their son starts dating somebody or wants to get married, their son no longer has that same value or should not see that same value in himself that the mother has been instilling in him since he was a baby. Like now this, this your little king, your little man, man or whatever he is, your little prince, you know, you gonna grow up to be a king one day, like, but now he's dating and a little fast a girl that's dating that's not good enough for your son because he's a catch right he's a prize he's mm-hmm. a king mm-hmm. but the girl's mother's telling her that he's nothing he shouldn't you know you're the prize why why is it why is there a competition you should want a man who values himself and the thing about it is the reason I asked what what is a prize that's the a prize is really it's in the eye of the beholder. It's how it's a value you put into something. So if I know if I go and say I'm a prize, which I, I feel that I am, I can say that from day one. It's on the person that I'm seeking, the person I'm dating to have that same value in me that I see in myself. Because I know a lot of chicks that thought they were the prize. Mm, okay, there's a prize, but it ain't. It doesn't have the value that you think it has for me. And that's what we have. Is like, yes, you should have. You should want a man who has value in himself, who feels that he's a prize. And put it this way, I feel that I'm a prize. My wife made me the prize. Does that make sense? It's like it's yeah. I've always been a prize. She made me the prize. She made me the most valuable thing out there for her. And vice versa. So, yes, you should want a man that values himself. And same with a woman. I want a woman that values herself, thinks very highly of herself. Now, it's my question. Do I do I evaluate you the same way? Do you do I have the same value? You're a great prize, but. It has nothing for me. You know, we talked about the things that men are looking for in women, money or, you know, money or what do they bring? Maybe that doesn't have value to me. So let me let me do a little housekeeping. I want to read the post exactly how it was worded on three butters. No sense. It's OK for men to feel they are the prize? Question mark. Yes. Why not? Or nah, bro, that's reserved for women. And the comment that I was uh, referring to is a uh, niece, Lee Sean. Uh, she said that being the feminine prize and treating your female spouse or significant other as less than is not the move. Men nowadays want to be pampered more than they want to give the pampering. And I'm not okay with that. Every woman knows when she has a good man and it's okay to treat him as such. But in return, I'm not busting my ass making sure I treat you like the queen you so desperately trying to be fair. You actually responded to that comment. I don't know if you remember your comment, but you said, I've always felt that I was just as valuable to the equation of a successful relationship as anyone I dated. Therefore, I view myself, which included my time, attention, and energy as much of a prize as she was. Why not? Why is your time, your energy more important than me? Now, at this point in time, we're evaluating to see if we 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 think we're equally yoked 
I mean, they talk about that being equally yoked. Like, hey, I value you just as much as you value me. Let's make this work. Yep. Somebody told you that you're the prize because it makes you feel good. You've been a lot for some of y'all. Y'all been a lot of prizes. <laughs> you know, shit. Let's be honest. You're the prize. Great. To how many people? How much do they value you? And I'm. This is not just women. This is this is men and women. Like, there's you have a value. How much is it worth? Who who de- who determines how much you're worth to them? And you can overvalue yourself. Yeah. And but you know. You, you know, I love my, my my shock value um, comments. Um, when you got the right to vote. Got the right to treat me like a queen. Uh, I mean, it, it's it's you want equality. <laughs> you 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 got a job. You making money too. You're successful. You know, you blowing it out of the water on that black girl magic. Black girl magic and all of that. Like, yeah, I want to be pampered too. <laughs> I, I do now in different ways. It right? just That's sounds the funny here, but yeah, I get it. I, I mean, it. Yeah. it it is yeah. what it is. And I'm not even saying pampered. I want to be just appreciated. I want you to put the same energy. It's like, I want him to like the pick, I guess the pick Misha. Like, I want him to like me just as much as I like him. Like, I feel this guy. There's a lot of great things going on with him. And I want to be a part of that. And I want to show the best part of me. I don't want you to, you know, be waiting around for me to prove to, to you that you're worthy or I'm worthy enough for you to give me the best version of you. I'm not saying give him, give it all to me up front. I'm just saying, let's, let's, let's start. Let's both start from ground zero. Hey, I'm Ferg. Nice to meet you. Hey, nice to meet you. Like, what are we going to do? Buff, what are your thoughts? Um, <clears throat> I definitely think it's okay for, Forget, forget, man. I, I, I think it's okay for anyone to feel they are prized if they are truly a prize. And just like in her answer, she more or less was talking about men who aren't doing what they should be doing or is not equal, like what you were talking about. And so to that, I say, you know, don't be pay- don't give those type of guys your attention. Like, yeah, somebody exit, about you. Exit, yeah, exit that relationship. But yeah, if you find a good dude, you find a good woman, you right there to prize because you know how many trash people it is out here. So if you find a good one, you best believe it's a prize. Have you have you seen the dating streets? <laughs> the, the, the complaints. <laughs> Why are you worried about a nigga you ain't about to? <laughs> it's like, oh, he think he's a prize. Okay, you know, like that's like you seeing a chick. Like I don't know why she got that on. They don't. That got, that does nothing. What does that have to do with me? Why is she? Why is she acting like she's? Like, what is? What does that have to do with me? I'm not yeah. seeking you. You're not. Somebody likes it. That's what. <laughs> you know, ain't that? The, ain't that that? Well, somebody like it. <laughs> well, somebody likes him, or they won't. That's what Damon Mama said on Friday after next. <laughs> Don't worry about it, bitch. I know somebody will like it. <laughs> exactly. Somebody like it. So if if you don't like it, keep moving. Don't don't waste your energy. You find a man that, you know, maybe you want a prize that don't, you know, maybe you want a guy that wants to be a cracker jack. You know, like cracker jacks have prizes too. <laughs> you know? How do you want him to feel about himself? You know? Yeah. Oh man, I don't know. But I, I was glad she actually took the time. Like, yeah, that was. I like every it. time I seen a woman post it, they never like really re- respond. They just all laugh at how men think they're the prize, and I never get an answer. So, thank you, Niece Lee Sean, for uh, participating on that one. Actually, we had a lot of good answers on that one. We did. It was a good, it was a good yeah. conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Ah, this been a very pretty serious. Hmm, how, which way do I want to go? I'm gonna follow up your question, Buff. Buff. And actually, I'm gonna kind of we, we there was a a post in the group with the four R and B artists. Mm. I think it was Boys and Men, Jodeci, oh, New oh, Edition, and Drew Hill. This is a Drew Hill. This is a, this is a setup. They all made good. They all made good, good music. I'm not gonna go where you think I'm going with that. Okay, thank but. You. You know, there were some people who was like, oh, man, boys and men were so sappy, yada, 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 yada. But there was a time when grown men did not have a problem expressing 
their affection and love publicly for women. You agree? Right? Yeah. Do you that time that that's do you think that still happens as much? Uh yes. I think I think it's always been a little um what do you want to call it hazing especially from your peers when you start publicly showing affection for women. Uh nothing serious but like ah she got your nose wide open like that's been that's been always around. Okay. So my question cuz I forgot what I was I was reading something. It might have been another post and it made me think about this. It it says Basically, it was like gestures of love are dead. Love letters, poems, things of that nature. When guys, when guys can get down on bended knee and make a whole song about it and all that stuff, you don't see as much of that. So it said, when did showing your love and affection for a woman become lame or gay? Uh, did a friend of yours write this? Or you? <laughs> it was something like that, and I, I, I kind of posed it into a question. Well. My question is, when did you see it? Like, how, how many households were you in to see a man write a poem to his woman or, or get down on bending knee or whatever? What's about the courting phase? We're talking about the whole, you know, the the I'm the prize and women want to be courted and stuff like that. So I'm playing off of that. When you dog, you used to write your you used to write tab love letters in um, high school. Mm, no, <laughs> no, you didn't. You used to fold no. them up with seventeen different ways and all that uh, stuff. No, but I have written her poems. In fact, I've written her poems and like mailed them, so she can like get it in the mail and like open it up and and uh, have it. I've I've done that. I've done the. So you trying to make us all look like shit right now? No, 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 no. <laughs> but my my point is like, unless I post it on social media, who would see that? Who would know that? So like, for someone to say that. That's dead. How do you know? Okay. I, I think social media and how we're so involved in everybody's life has given this mm-hmm. false sense that that doesn't happen anymore. Like Buff said, yeah. it was happening before. We just didn't see it unless it was these grand gestures uh, or they were on TV or whatever. And they, they still happen on TV. They still have songs like that. There's still romance songs out there. Um you, you might not write a, a, a letter, but you might text or DM or shoot a meme, right? Like that, that's probably more the new, hey, here's a song about how I feel about you. It might be, hey, I'm sharing this meme with you, or I'm sharing this GIF with you, or hey, here's this video, this TikTok that's hilarious, and this is exactly how I feel about you. Or it, so it's it's different now. And going back to the conservatism thing, like people don't want to see things change kids communicate differently now and so while they may not write letters to each other on paper or whatever they're still doing those things like Haley I can ask Haley and she'll be like he texts me this or he sent me this right like guys still do those things guys still walk up to the door and try to meet me uh when they when they take Haley out um I don't I don't pay him any attention because I'm like you ain't gonna be here next week but at the same time that's <laughs> like I gotta hear your name about four or five times before I even really want to meet you for real. Like then we'll talk. So, but it it's guys still do all of that, right? They still bring her stuff. They still send her flowers. They still give her teddy bears and stuff like that. It, it it's guys are still courting. Girls are still courting. I think that's where a little bit of that equality comes in that girls are doing that too, right? Girls are taking guys out and girls are, hey, I got the third date or whatever. And and so, you know, they may not be as much of used to be, oh, I'm going to cook you a meal and this, that, and other. And, and, you know, that was the thing. And so that was their date or whatever. Now it might just be, well, I'm going to take you out because I ain't spending all that time in the kitchen either. But I got you this time. So it's different, but it's, working for them and i think what's happening is th- those women aren't wanting to evolve they still want to act like they're still in high school and early 20s when i had nothing but time or whatever and it's very very different now like especially our you know our audience right mid 30s early 30s up into their 40s 50s dating's different for us you're not going to get that high school 
nose wide open. Guys don't get nose wide open like that because you're not their first love, right? You, you they, they not looking at you like that first or second or third girl that they've ever dated. They've dated 20, 30 girls between high school and right now when they dating you. So it takes a little bit longer. He's not falling in love, head over heels in love with you after the seventh conversation. It takes longer because we're older and we've got more experience. And so it just takes time. But I I, I think it's still there. Okay. Interesting. I, I didn't think about it like that. I didn't think about the the those the details of like, hey, or the, the, the gestures that are going on now. Do they translate um, to the updated version of those things? You yeah, know? They, um, they make playlists for each other instead of a, a mixtape. But they make they literally <laughs> yeah. make playlists and, and shoot the playlist over. That was funny because I was actually that was one of the things I was thinking. You know, I was like, I wonder if people are still making playlists and it makes you know. So okay, okay. So I guess we'll ask the ladies. Ladies, do you think that uh, men have lost the ability or the ability for? I didn't say the lost the ability. Men do not show the affection. And let me read the question. How do I do men not show the gestures of love and affection that they did in the past? Is that is that becoming dead? Are men still courting? You know, the men aren't men anymore type thing. Or, you know, we see so many comments like that. You know, the you know, you you. We just talked about women saying that guys want to be wined and dined and pampered the same way. So there has there. I'm going to say there has to be some truth. There is a perception. There's some perception that men aren't doing these things. Right. But as guys, once again, we think about our circle and the guys who type guys we know and the type type things we might may do. But is it as prevalent? You know, is it? You said, yeah, you, yeah, there's music out there, but you don't find it like you, you did. Like you, you got to go searching. You don't just turn on the radio and hear a boys to men song. You know, you might hear one or two on the radio, but that dominated the airwaves, right? Like you, you had your Jodeci, you're shy, you you know, you're one twit, like the groups dominated the, the airwaves talking about love and romance and all this stuff. Is that is that dead? So I guess the question is to the ladies because the fellas apparently we think we're still we're still doing our thing. So if we like you enough, mm-hmm. we 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 doing our thing. Maybe that's another part of it too. Uh, you know, it's are we not as easily impressed? You know, it's that like, like I said, I, the, I dated twenty thirty girls I, since then. Oh my bad, bro. I Of all the stuff I've seen on social media that that I disagree with or I think isn't true, the one statement I wholeheartedly agree with is when women say, "If a man really likes you, you won't have to try to guess. You won't. You'll never have to try to guess or figure out if a man because if he really likes you, that is true. You're you're gonna know. That mm-hmm. is true. That is true. Good stuff, man. All righty. Well, let's go ahead and jump into it, fellas. Uh, let's close it on out. Well, who wants to go first? I just want to say um, happy anniversary because this time of year, around every March since 2021, I believe, yes, because COVID hit in 2020. Mm-hmm. So every year since 2021, I just like to remind all the people that said their cousin in the military just told them that martial law is coming or their friend that's in the military just told them that uh, martial law is coming and they all shared the same pic of these army vehicles coming down the street and how martial law is coming and I'm trying to tell y'all COVID is a hoax they're just using it to keep us locked in our homes martial law never came and I like to just remind you guys because conspiracy theorists I wouldn't have as big a problem with them if every once in a while they just say, you know what, got that one wrong. <laughs> they they never come out and say, we was wrong on that one. It's always, oh, it's still coming. Or, oh, it, it happened, you just didn't see it because they was like 
covert with it, but trust me, it yeah. was dead. Or, or, they or locked we, you in we your broke homes. the news. Us breaking the news is what caused them not to do it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's never like we got we got that one wrong. So every year in March, I'm gonna remind you losers who half of y'all didn't know how to spell Marshall. Okay, I'm gonna remind you how you completely, totally, and utterly got it wrong. And I laugh because Facebook shares memories. And I made a post like that, like two weeks after you guys said it in 2020. And people, there's one comment that's still there that's like, oh, it's coming. Give it about two more weeks. It's coming. Like, y'all double down on it. You were wrong. And I just like to remind you of that. It, it, it might still happen. Yeah, that is. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. That's usually that's, that's usually that's how the prophecies work, part. right? You 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 yeah, say enough yeah. stuff that eventually, statistically, it right. will happen at some yeah. point. And you can be like, yeah, yeah see, yeah. I said that 17 years ago that this we was going to happen. 2012. <laughs> 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 you know, if case. any type of Armageddon happens, they're going to be like, oh, we just got the day wrong. Yeah, the the Mayan calendar didn't translate because of the the, the winter solstice in Saturn was off, and it throws it off by twenty seven years. Um, I don't know why we didn't figure that out. I'm debating. Well, I got to see first because you know cryptocurrency could still, you know, eventually. I don't know, maybe become a big thing, but it's not looking great. I don't know if I'm gonna gloat on that one because you know that's people's money. And I would feel bad about gloating on that, but I, I'll say it. I told you so. <laughs> okay, <laughs> I was trying to be polite. I was no, trying to be no. polite. Some and people make some money. That, yeah, so, and that's how all Ponzi schemes work. People make money. People made money with Bernie Madoff. Yeah. <laughs> some people, people did make, make money. money with Bernie Madoff. Yeah. <laughs> But I'm not. I'm not. You know. I'm not gonna do it. I'm not gonna do it. I'm yeah. It's not. it's the same with the meme stocks and everything else. Like I was saying, it was like when I was calling, I was like, "Hey, be careful. Have a way out. The market's gonna go back down." You saw what happened. I was. I, I'm. A, I'm like a conspiracy theorist. I was a couple months off, but I called it that it was. It was coming. I was like, "A downturn's coming. Be careful." It came. Uh, and to speak to that, though, that's one thing that I did want to talk about in closing comments is um, the strength of our banking system. You guys know a bunch of banks have shuttered, uh, closed down. Um, Buff kind of texted me. He's like, what does that mean for me? <laughs> and I was like, nothing, as long as you didn't have any money in there. Uh, there were, were some companies that had money in those banks. And so though they're struggling. Um, my bank, PNC, uh, my, my employer, they actually uh, put a billion dollars into another uh, bank just as a deposit, just to prop that bank up to make sure that liquidity was right with that bank to kind of slow some of the closings or whatever. But it really just comes down to banks shutter because their holdings and their book of business is so out there that no other bank wants to touch it because banks shutter all the time just to let you guys know that um but the fed and the fdic they come in they actually go and they work it out they find a bank that can um you know buy that bank and go ahead and put money into it and most times you won't know that a bank went under all you see is that oh it got bought out and the name of the chain the bank changed and all your accounts are safe, blah, 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 blah. That's 90% of what happens. What happened with these banks that shuttered was literally that their their assets and their book of business was so toxic because it was heavy in crypto and things like that, that no other bank wanted to touch it. That's why uh, the Fed were, um, stepped in and said, nope, we're, we're going to take over this bank. So that's how the regulators work. And so it, it did exactly what it's supposed to do is protect who it can protect uh, and then make sure the banking system still works. Uh, so you don't have to worry. The banking system isn't going to collapse. Uh, you know, your money's safe. Uh, all of that. It, it's it's good. Those banks collapsed because they were supposed to collapse. So stay away from crypto, risky currencies, risky uh, investments. Uh, and if banks really are heavy into that, stay away from those banks and you'll be fine. So that, oh, and speaking of a bunch of money, you had something on that first? No, you can uh, go. Oh, uh, oh, by the way, the bank's crashing is the beginning of martial law. Just throwing. Uh, when people don't have money. That's true. Uh, but I wanted to shout out New Road Community Development Group. Um, it's my mom-in-law's company that she kind of owns where they built low-income housing on the Eastern Shore where Jen's from. Uh, and they were actually awarded... Uh, 2.1 billion or million dollars 2.1 million dollars 
for low-income housing uh, on the Eastern Shore. It's a very underserved, uh, low to moderate income area. Um, and so they got that grant so that they can build uh, housing to promote um, home ownership and everything in that community. So shout out to her. Shout out to New Road Community Development Group. Uh, good job on that and keep pushing. Well, I'm going to do something different. I'm just going to get out of here. But I do want to shout out to the other podcasts that we kind of associate ourselves with um, that we haven't mentioned in a while. So, you know, the Bruz Bookshelf, I still listen to them uh, adamantly. Uh, Wooism, I, I, not, enough said. Yep. <laughs> uh, Truth Be Told Sports. Uh, off Safety Podcast. Well, you know, there's a host of others and it's been a, it's been a journey, you know, I, I, it's hard to keep this up. So you guys have been doing this for a while. So want to congratulate you guys on your longevity and encourage you guys to keep up, do, keep doing what you're doing. And uh, we support you. We still need to get together and do something else one day soon. So with that being said, Three Brothers No Sense, your favorite barbershop style podcast six rules of podcast let's listen like share subscribe comment and most importantly listen again talk to you next week